Hello, I'm freshly back to work from mat leave and I'm feeling all the emotions you might expect. I've never really been great at self-reflection. I think because of the ADD, I've historically just been concerned about the next thing. But I really feel like this year has forced me to slow down. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of people, you know, even without having a baby. Um, But, you know, being with the baby all day really does make you think about things like, why am I even here? What is my purpose? What is even worth doing? So that is what this episode is about. I'm going to be talking with our guest today about the Japanese concept ikigai, which means reason for being. And finding your ikigai will theoretically help you focus your life on what brings you happiness or peace or, you know, whatever fulfillment. And let me just say that listening back to this talk, navel gazing about what my life's passion might be, it feels kind of embarrassing (laughs) and privileged and, you know, but, you know, I, I don't know. I thought many times before airing this, like who cares, (laughs) but I feel like I feel like that about this whole podcast a lot of the time. And like most things I'm scared of in life, I'll just say fuck it and do it anyway and let the chips fall where they may. So here is my chat with one of my favorite people, my best friend, in fact, design researcher Satsko Van Antwerp. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah, so it's awkward to be very professional with you because you're my <laughs> oldest friend, probably the person that knows me the best in the world. So, okay, um, we're going to talk about how to find your life's passion, but first, tell us what you do for a living. Yeah, sure. So it's funny to tell you this, but of course, yeah, Mm -hmm, I know mm -hmm. I have to say it. Um, So I am a design researcher. I work at a company called Xero. So we're a cloud accounting software uh, for small businesses. Um, Yeah, and I guess I've been a design researcher now for six years or so. Um, But my training is in business and like I have an undergrad and an MBA And so it's kind of a weird background for someone doing this type of work. And yeah, I guess that's like a little bit of a background. I had kind of like a weird path getting here. Um, But I'm I'm happy to be more in a kind of a creative field. I think it fits more with who I am and also like social science-y kind of field. So yeah, it it makes sense now. But um, I know that I don't necessarily have like the the typical background for a a design researcher. Mm. Do you think... uh there's going to be a, another change. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more, but I think um, it's, you know, design research or even like, I think the work that you're doing, like these aren't things that are career counselors in high school. You know, this wasn't on the, on the, Oh, do you remember test. we, we took like a test in high school, like what, what you're going to be um, mine. I remember it was director which I guess I sort of am (laughs) a creative director. Yeah. That's not what they meant, but sure. Like actually it actually happened. And then, and or lawyer, which like at the time I thought I might 
might do. And then yeah, your well, your mom wanted that. Your mom. Oh, my mom. The lawyer bri- path. bribed me with so many <laughs> things. Oh, I'll get this for you if you promise to be a lawyer. You can't do that to a kid. Like they don't. <laughs> like they're just gonna say yes and know well, that. Well, my my mom did that to me too, except for with like math and science. She like I don't remember what age she cornered me, but like she was like, when you have electives in high school, you will take uh, grade eleven and twelve like math and science. I mean, it comes so down to how it's taught, which is kind of too bad, I think, because all of those subjects are really interesting if you can apply it to our actual daily lives, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So you did take them, obviously. And I mean, you're a good student, so you did fine. It's fine. I'm doing, I'm, I'm happy where I, where, where I am. <laughs> I, though I was thinking about your path today because I was going to be talking to you and you took a year off. Yeah. Or going two years off here. And that is so like now thinking of who you are and how ambitious you are. That's actually a surprising move. Like looking back mm. at the time, I mean, I didn't, I, whatever we were all just yeah. floating in space, but yeah. Did you think that that was necessary? Oh, it was so important to me. I think, I mean, I was just, I was working at the mall. Um, I was working in a clothing store and HMV and Jugo Juice and just. Oh, like you worked like different... literally, I, I feel like every yeah. store. <laughs> <laughs> every mall job. Yeah. And um, I liked having money and like we saved up and went to Greece, of course. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I enjoyed just like spending my entire paycheck on like clothing and but what that did was I it got me so excited to go to school because I like was dreaming about what I would do next and it was a good buffer because I think um yeah I don't know I have a Japanese mom right and there's a lot of pressure to uh (laughs) do something good with my with my career and so I think I needed that as a bit of a release because then I was just so gung-ho um, and then I went to university in Japan and, and just like, yeah, mm-hmm. went back to university. I think what helped as well as my dad was a, uh, well, you know, this, um, university professor and he did some work as like a guidance counselor. So he knew that people took time off and like went back to school. Um, so he kind of like calmed my mom down. Yeah. Cause I don't remember like her flipping out, but then that could just be my memory. Did she? I'm sure she did. <laughs> Um, she would do stuff like, cause during that time I, uh, well, you know, I cut your hair. You let me cut your hair so short. Um, oh, that's right. You were maybe yeah. going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I worked at a hair salon as, as the receptionist and like, I did a, a trial day actually at a salon in um, in Vancouver and as the, like a helper, like I sweeped up, sweeped up mm-hmm. hair and like washed the towels yeah. and stuff. Um, but so my mom at that point was like, I told her, I was like, I want to be a hairdresser. And then she said, okay okay, she took like a deep breath. And she's like, okay, well, um, then you can be like the hairdresser to like the royal family. (laughs) Right? Like, what's the top thing? But you know, what's so funny, because like now thinking about because we're going to be talking about ikigai, which is the Japanese phrase for like your life's passion, essentially. Mm. Um, And yours is helping people understand each other. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, it changes all the time. But like, it's so funny because like hairdressers are like, like that. Mm. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They're like your little therapist, really. 
And yeah. there's so much about connecting with people. Yeah. 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 Like it's no surprise. Like if you like think about like, not that you knew that at that time, but if you retroactively apply it to every job you've had, it's kind of makes sense. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, no, it's true. Well, and that's the funny thing about Ikigai. Yeah. 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 Talk, okay. We'll talk about that then. So like break it down. Yeah, sure. So, um, so I think it's helpful to start with like the direct translation, right? So, so Iki means like living or life kind of thing. And actually, okay. Well, so Iki means living life kind of alive, those kinds of words. And then um, guy or kai means like the result or purpose, that kind of thing. But the kind of an important thing to know about the Iki part is that in English, in the English language, uh, life kind of, or like living that kind of word or sentiment can mean like daily life, or it can mean like your lifetime. Mm. Whereas in Japan, it's like, uh, it's split up into two and actually like Ikigai more has to do with like your day to day meaning rather than like, so that's one of the, and I'm, maybe we'll talk more about this, but like, like as the concept has um, kind of come over to the West and like um, been popularized and like actually that Venn diagram that you find all over the internet, there's a lot of, there's a couple things anyways that like got kind of lost. And so, um, yeah, that's like one of the things that kind of um, translated in a bit of a different way. Yeah. And you, and you think people use this, help them figure out what they want to do in their life, not just career wise, but like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, I kind of stopped them. I, um, yeah. So it's. I mean. So okay. So the the direct translation, iki, living life, that kind of thing. Guy, purpose. So it means like the thing that makes life meaningful, or like the thing that you get up that makes you get up and like want to do in the you know in your day. And so, um, absolutely, like that can ladder up to like your larger purpose, or like. But it, it, it kind of is more micro or granular than that. It's really mm. about like, what are you going to do today? And if you kind of understand the things that uh, like give you fulfillment or like are delightful to you or like that you enjoy, uh, that means like every day can be good. And like that thing is, can be like a purpose, but it's more granular. It's more mm. kind of um, actioned in the day to day, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. In that way, it sounds like more mindful, more present, mm-hmm. Absolutely which makes sense. I know this isn't like your job to help people find their ikigai, but you did just give a great talk about this at a conference, which is why we're talking about it today. And mm-hmm. I thought it might be fun if you help me find out what my ikigai is. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I mean, this is we like we were chatting the other day about how um, I think you had said like way back in the day, it was something like about like making the world beautiful and like also something about comfort. And like, I'm totally hacking it, of course, but I remember that was something that, uh, you know, was important to you back in the day. So I'm sure it's like much different now. And even, you know, your life has changed so much now. So yeah, we can definitely get into it. The whole thing with Ikigai is like, it's really just about getting to know yourself, right? And like knowing yourself and like thinking about what are the things that like light you up kind of thing. So 
basically it's all about self-reflection and it kind of just emerges. And so when I was thinking back to the things that were kind of lighting me up at the beginning of my career, um, I was really into the environment. And part of that was because of the work I was doing. So um, at the time, and so, yeah, so back when I was thinking about this kind of stuff, my Ikigai was more around like saving the planet. But the thing with Ikigai is you need to, it needs to be actionable. Um, and so that is actually not a good Ikigai because it's way too broad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it has to translate to things like, um, I don't know, like at, at the time, actually, I created like a, uh, a recycling program at the law firm. I was a receptionist at like, so mm -hmm. that's like an actionable, you know, laddering up to this kind of bigger goal. But um, it's more that I didn't know how to articulate at the time. And I don't know that I would be able to even now what mm -hmm. um, kind of the essence of that was. Mm -hmm. So I figured out that, bas okay, so basically I was working at this property management firm and because it's buildings, you know, um, I started learning about how like greenhouse emissions uh, from buildings, from old buildings was like a huge problem and uh, they're super inefficient. And um, that's great that we're creating like lead building, lead certified buildings and sustainable like architecture and stuff. But it's all these old buildings like that are causing this issue. So I wanted to pursue, that was what I was going to pursue like work-wise. So I enrolled in this um grad program that specialized in that but being in the being back at school just exposed me to a lot of stuff and and that's kind of um that's a really good way to explore or explore your ikigai but it it's known that like if you are in a new environment new things are going to be important to you I mean I was thinking even for you like you know, you had a child <laughs> mm -hmm, and like, mm -hmm. I'm sure that like totally changed your Ikigai as well. Right. Cause like now you, you were busy with other things and like other things were really important and fulfilling to you. And then, you know, the, the way you spend your days is completely different now and you're getting fulfillment from different things now. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's mm -hmm. what Ikigai essentially is about. It's like, what makes your days fulfilling or delightful? What are those things that, Mm -hmm. um like you look forward to or that kind of thing okay so how do we how do we get to mine that yeah. great it's, it's like branding it's like the simple sentence of me we can think about it in two ways we can think about what your ikigai is now like today mm -hmm. we can also think about what your ikigai was like pre-nico Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. and then like that might help to inform what it'll be like when you go back to work too because that's going to be a big inflection point for you as well right because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, because I think one of the things too is that I think as feminists you know we maybe are afraid to say that our family or like looking after a child can be our ikigai but that is so legitimate I mean mm -hmm. that was actually one of the other um kind of misconceptions about uh, Ikigai coming to the West when it was kind of lost. Some of the things that were lost in translation is like here, the thought is that it's so tied to work, but the, the concept in Japan, it's very much about hobbies. So things that you just like enjoy doing outside of work life, it can mm -hmm. be about work because people can get a lot of fulfillment from workplaces, whether it's, you know, people you're connecting with or like the actual work you're doing. So yeah, it can be family, work, or hobbies, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But families is the third thing, right? And like, 
you can get a lot of fulfillment out of like taking care of your family unit or a new child, like, and like watching this being grow. Cause that's like, there's so, such a tie in as well with uh, like learning and growth and challenging yourself and like getting better at a thing and get getting better at a craft. Right. And the craft can be motherhood. The craft can be like taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly has felt like learning a whole new job this mm-hmm. past year. Mm-hmm. It's like right. going from never having had changed a diaper ever. Yeah. To now thousands of diapers. <laughs> You're like a pro. You're just like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, man, it's still, oh, he's so, he just gets wigglier and wigglier. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've developed a strategy where I just give him my phone because I can't, I don't know what yeah, else to yeah. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I know no screen time, but like, come on, for 30 seconds so that I can change his diaper, it's just worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to use force. I Like I've asked mothers and they're like, well, you got to like hold him down. I'm like, but I don't want to like use force and have him cry when I could just mm. give him entertaining to do mm-hmm. distract him for two seconds yeah yeah I don't know what that's gonna do to him but let's see oh yeah <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like the it's, whole thing it's like is this right well we'll see I don't it's know. an experiment <laughs> yeah yeah for sure certainly don't get all of my fulfillment from caring for Nico mm-hmm. I, I mean obviously I love him so much but you know he can't even talk yet so mm-hmm. it's hard to, I mean, there's certain feedback you get, but you know, I like to make things. Yeah. And I know that, and you, it could be things for him even like just, yeah, I like to make things and, uh, I feel like I definitely need to do that every day. So however that plays into things. Yeah, it's true. Like, um, like you're creating those illustrations, like almost daily, right? Daily practically. Oh, uh, No. I don't think so. Oh, it feels like it, but I'll show you what I made today, even though okay. no one can see it. Oh yeah, no one can see. You can describe it. Oh, and I have to do like the Iron Chef, like describing yeah. the flavors or something. <laughs> sure. Um, no, I made these for Nico's birthday that's coming up. Oh, so that's, that's cute. It's a little crown. That's really, really for cute. him to wear, and Love then it. um uh, uh like. I don't know. Ribbon. These are really pro. Thank you. Yeah. It's like so n- I, I craft. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Those are super cute. Okay. I can't wait for the cute so, photos that are going to. So that Yeah. That was very satisfying to, to do, do that. And that's not, you know, in my day-to-day job, I don't make felt crafts. And then I, you know, I'll like make a song for him or something, which I like mm-hmm. to do. So yeah, I guess some of it that caring for him is wrapped up in making stuff for him. It's like the subject of he's the receiver. I think I like giving gifts in general, though. Like I do like, yeah. I do feel like it's like maybe it's tied to your love language too. Because like you've always made really awesome, like little thoughtful Christmas gifts. Like I remember like Earl Grey vodka that you made and like bacon vodka. Or like, or like, not only alcohol, like tea from Greece, like your family, and then you made all the packaging like that's, oh, yeah, you're often making really sweet things for people. I do do like to make a gift. And 
hopefully it's not like uh some handmade gift that no one wants. Oh, no way, no way. More like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I know the person who made it and is beautiful. Well, you have to say that. But um, yeah, I do, I do try to make a gift if I can. So I don't know, is that part of it? I like to give gifts that I make. It's funny because also I know you so well, so I just like want to guess. <laughs> do it <laughs> yeah well I don't know I think that making I think definitely making stuff um is part of it for you like yeah creating things and like well you were always so creative like making all the um I remember we'd go to like value village and you'd buy a bunch of different items and then sew them together and then you sold them at a shop like I just want to try to make make stuff but it's like not enough if it's just for me Mm. which is so shitty I wish it were just enough God, why is it shitty I don't know like I feel like you should just enjoy like doing something uh, why do you like it's like I need the praise no no I need like oh well I, I need someone to go wow I like it just or whatever me. I will always say that <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah bless you for that that's why we're friends <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I don't know it's so like it feels like petty no it no or like it's not like, pure it's like it's like not pure it's because it's like you're always imagining the the audience the no I don't audience. think that's what it is I think you like to make useful things I think you like to make things that actually hit the mark it's not about it's not about the um validation I think it's like you like like figuring out what the need is and then actually making a thing that's useful. And so the satisfaction, I would say, is coming from creating something that is useful, not from people saying like, you're amazing. It's like, oh, this actually solves the problem I have or like this mm. does the thing I need it to do. Mm, that's insightful. I think that's true. Yeah. Because I do like just fit. I, li I like even just fixing things. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay. We're getting deeper into okay. this. So. I'm not taking notes though. So like, I'm going to forget everything we just said. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. So you like making things and you like, well, in the end, this has to feel right for you, but it feels like it's something like, um, like not making useful things for, it's not even necessarily society. I don't know. Is it like making useful things that you put into the world or like, are used by people or like uh are real like like not just a concept but like created mm -hmm. like i mean this is why stuff. i'm a designer yeah <laughs> right? yeah no yeah 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 exactly <laughs> well it makes yeah it's great to find a career where you can like exercise what you what yeah. is satisfying to you is awesome well yeah that's why it never felt right because i went to art school first just to make art for no reason, even though I have been doing those drawings, but the, that the, honestly, it's like filling time right now. Uh, and I, I do enjoy it, but um, yeah, it's not as satisfying as like figuring out a brief and mm. doing whatever needs to be done for, you know, somebody mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. in a nice way, in a way that you're proud yeah. of, not in a way that just they like and you hate. Happens, <laughs> but you know maybe like we maybe even just like thinking about um 
like you have continued to do like some freelance and like some different side projects. Like what, how do you decide what projects to take? And well, I don't know, is Mm. this like too much to say? Like, is this exposing you to to ask you this? Like, no. Why um, do I take specific freelance jobs? Or like what, what makes you decide like which ones to take and which ones to to not take? Cause you have limited time. Yeah. There's well, um, yeah, there's a few factors. Like boring factors are like, do I like the person that's asking mm. me? Like, do they seem like they're gonna be a pain in the ass? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, are they like a good at communicating just at this stage? You know, yeah. just at the like, yeah. you know, because if I have to wait tw- twenty days for like, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, that's like the logistics side. Yeah. Yeah. So there's those factors. Um, but for like the actual project, I take things that I think will turn out the nicest, obviously. Like, mm. um, I really like packaging pro- products because okay. or project projects because they're tangible mm. and they're also finite. It's not like mm. you can continue editing them. <laughs> like it's like once they're printed, they're done. At well, least, is, okay, yeah. Until I don't know next season if they do. But usually, it's printed. You have this beautiful thing, and then that's it. So there's something about the achieving of the goals and like and like like finishing the goal that is for sure, satisfying. for sure, yeah. But okay, so there's something about like making physical or like things that are like existing in the real world mm-hmm. and like tangible and like physical. Um, what about even stuff like, cause, um, now maybe this is going a little bit further, but like when you had, when you were doing a lot of like extracurricular stuff, like, like singing or like, you know, other, well, even just the magazine and stuff, like what, what kinds of, um, yeah. Like what was exciting about that? Or what did you love most about that oh, work? Well, cause that was a lot the, of work. Yeah. The magazine, Oh, I definitely liked being in control. Okay, because you're a director as this career. Uh, well, I mean, in, it's, the, in our high school said, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I like being in control. Um, obviously, you're, I'm collaborating with lots of people, but like, I like to be at the top of the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and I'm not saying that that made like the best magazine because like you know, I did what I could in the edges, the margins of my life because it wasn't my full-time job. So, yeah. Exactly. And I'm, I'm making excuses for it because I like, it's never, nothing's ever good enough. Oh <laughs> never yeah. Never okay. good enough. Yeah. Never good enough. Well, you'll fiddle, you'll fiddle with it forever is what you mean by that. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess I like the issues maybe more with time. Some some of them less with time. I don't know. That's usually how I like know if a project was successful if I like it a year later. Over time, yeah. I think I've, but even if we're talking less about like the actual like, well, it can be the work. Like I think it this does also fit in with what you're saying about like making physical things that like have a deadline and then like you push mm-hmm. it out and it's a lot of work. But then there's like a product, a physical product at the end of it. But even like I don't know. 
if there's just the act of like creating it, like there's also a lot of meetings. There's also like parties. There's also like so much other. I do like feeling, I do like having answers for people. I do like, I like collaborating with people. I like, like helping other artists achieve what they need to like for the magazine, like um, art directing illustrators, to get their work done, um, figuring out, you know, what artists would go well with what pieces. Like I liked figuring, figuring out the puzzle really. And I liked helping people and I liked having answers when people would email me. Again, I think that's a power trip thing. (laughs) No, (laughs) you're putting all these like negative words on these. That's really nice. You're talking about, I like how you're like talking about like helping people and, and like being useful. And then you're like, it's cause I'm an asshole. Like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, it feels like it because I enjoy it. Yeah. That, Oh, that's weird. That's like some weird shame. I need to have shame around things I like, but the thing is like, I don't for so many, so many other vices I, or that people would call vices. I don't have shame around. Well, who knows? Maybe it's like some internalized sexism going on. Cause like, we're not like, I don't know. I'm not supposed to say that we like having control or maybe that's just like a human thing. We're not supposed yeah. to say we like controlling I things. I don't know. It's funny. Cause I've been like reading a lot about like toddlers and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And how they have, like two cups that need filling every day, like the attention cup and the control cup. Mm. And it's like, I don't think I'm different. (laughs) I Mm. think, isn't that still true now? I feel like for me it is, or maybe I'm like stunted in some way. Oh, that's, I'm sure that's so true. I mean, especially with COVID, like everyone feels out of control. And so like people are having different reactions, like wanting to not take the vaccine because they want to, take control of their body or, you know, I'm, I know there's a lot of reasons for that, but okay. Well, we can, we can do like the classic, like if you had money that you were kind of like secure and like, didn't have to worry about it, you're comfortable, but like, you didn't even have to work. Um, like what, what would you like do anyways? Like, what would you do? Because you, of all people, like, if you didn't have to work, you would still be so freaking busy. Oh, yeah. It's just like your style. Yeah. Yeah, I would never, well, even now, I mean, I'm at leave. It's not like I'm not doing stuff. I feel like I I feel stressed out having to, like, pick one thing. Because, like, part of me is like, oh, well, I'll. You don't have to pick one. I would, you know, write songs. Okay. I would, like. Yeah make an album try to make some weird experimental art like album i don't know yeah or like learn learn how to like do i don't know like lithography or like just learn some completely different like art like medium that i've never tried right um Pottery. I don't know. Like, I think I would just dabble, but I'm yeah, a dilettante. You know that's no, what I do. You do like, you do like learning new things. Actually, that's like a really, that is a common thread for you. You, you do, you like, like making FEMO bead necklaces when you don't know how to do it <laughs> <laughs> and then teaching a class on it 
or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're always doing stuff like that. Okay, I think that's part of it also. But like you know what, though? Like, like novelty is learning. Well, and to get down deep to my psyche, I feel like if I'm always trying something new, I don't have the pressure of having to feel like I need to be good at something. <laughs> Which is like a oh my god, dilettante. that is really well. No, because you also are like very skilled and have deep knowledge in your craft of design. So like, yeah, which thankfully can incorporate a lot of different things, which is why it's held my interest for so long. And there's different clients. I wonder too if like all these other different kind of creative things are just like ways for you to have more inspiration like I think it's just like you're just playing I think it's play which is also feeding your creativity like I don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. complex Sasko we're never gonna get there I don't know. okay the threads I like so far okay let me think about this so yeah definitely making things with a purpose though or like an end goal and making physical things or like things that exist in the world mm-hmm. um and yeah there is something about like I think you like trying things and figuring it out, like even gluing, figuring out how to like repair your dresser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I don't think I would figure that out. I just wouldn't know to figure that out. Well, now mm. I do because like, you know, but mm. I think you are, you're like a tinkerer too, but, but I think it's like all kind of like play and also there's a satisfying thing. So I don't know how to wrap that all up into a thing and it doesn't have to be one thing. Like that's, the whole thing with Ikigai, right? Like there's so much pressure for it to be like your passion or your purpose. But um, if we do bring it down to like the day to day and like um, something much more simple, like it's totally legit for an Ikigai to be, for example, you know, enjoying tinkering and, and learning and like playing and like figuring something out mm. like well that's funny because I mean I basically said that the last episode I'm like I need to make something every day and I know that about myself now more than ever because like you have to find the time to do it when you're caring for a kid it's not just gonna happen like you have to make it happen if you want it to happen and I clearly do because I do make something every day so that is the one thing that oh I definitely God. do Did we just did we just solve it? I mean, I guess, but I guess I already knew it. Well, that's the whole thing. You always, you always know it. You already know it. It's in your, yeah. Mm. It has to feel authentic to you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and maybe it feels unsatisfying because it feels too simple, but like you can add like, you know, bullet points underneath. So it's like making, making things like you like making things. Yeah. But then it's like, um, you know, for people that are useful, you know, that are useful and like it's mean not not that it's meaningful, but that it like is useful and it like solves a problem. That could be one element, or like, mm-hmm. or it's just like creative and like lovely, like and like yeah, you know, or like whatever. But then, you know what? I think like it's right that um, it, making something that solves a problem because sometimes the problem is something's ugly. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the problem the is against ugliness. Right? I mean, we've been fighting this since we were born. <laughs> um, I, no, like, even making Nico's little crown. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's so cute. The The problem is, like, he's going to have a birthday, and he needs to feel special. And that's... Yes. Yes. 
Okay, wait. So how would you how would you distill it? So I think we I'm actually really impressed with us making something with a purpose. I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like or that solves a problem. Making a useful thing. Or yeah. That solves a problem and that happens to be beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can play around with the wording. It's not always beautiful. I mean, fixing my drawers is not beautiful per se, but it was. We needed to do it. And I felt really satisfied. Obviously, you saw I shared it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I love the step by step. I was like, this is inspiring me. <laughs> to, like, I have seen like, I don't know how many of my friends have these same drawers. And like, I curse the drawers like it, it'd be like daily. They would get stuck. I'd have to get fill. Anyway, we're now a home improvement podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good. It's good. Um, okay. Well, that's great. I feel the same. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an ongoing practice and yeah, I mean, that's it. It's all like you can, yeah, you can just keep refining it and like thinking about what makes sense for you and like checking in with yourself when you are enjoying a thing or if you're not like asking what was different about that day versus a day that was more fun. Like there's no, it's not a science, right? It's, it's um, figuring out what this thing is, is really just about knowing yourself and like thinking about, yeah, like self-reflection and mm-hmm. knowing yourself well. Yeah. And then what can people do to find their guy? I know you had some sort of tips in your talk. Hmm. I think journaling is a really, really good one. Um, and that can look really different for different people. Like, um, I do a lot of timeline timelines, uh, mm-hmm. and I know it's a podcast, so I have to describe it, right? Like it's a soothing activity for me. If I'm feeling really stressed out about like work or I don't know anything, then I'll do a timeline for, it might even just be like, the next couple of months and then I'll be thinking about like a holiday or like when I have some weekends something I might do like special down the road or it can be like one two five ten years out or sometimes I do a timeline for my entire life and like plot in past stuff and uh, yeah I, I it's like embarrassing to talk about what I but I'll do like what I want in my life like I'll just be like or like what I'm a vision yeah, board or, or like yeah it's stuff like that right like it's all the cheesy like self-care self-reflection stuff that is on Pinterest or whatever um so that's one. Oh, but you were doing this pre-Pinterest like that's true for sure I'm just you self-indulgent were. or I don't know <laughs> um so that's a no well I think that's good, that's good. so that's, that's one good. it's just like taking time to think about you and like yeah so that's one and then then like in the talk what I mentioned and what we've also you and I've talked about is like um if you are good at something um even if you don't like love it love it like if you're good at it you can keep doing it and as you learn more about it like it will become more interesting because you understand the nuance and it's more complex than you ever thought and then you didn't know you could combine it with this other thing and like you know I was at a property management company who knew that like there's this issue with um, emissions coming out of old buildings and like that's pretty interesting you know but like I wouldn't have known that Mm -hmm. um so so many things are like that if you kind of like figure out you're good at a thing you can kind of pull on that string and then um you realize it's 
you know, your passion or your kind of like things that you like can emerge from there. Yeah. And then the other, I would probably the one I've done the most is just like exploring, like exploring different things or like, um, you can get this from travel. You can get this from going to different events. You can do this from reading. I mean, basically it's just like, how can you have insert novelty? And then from there, it's like, you can, it's like, what is exciting or interesting about like, is, is, are you enjoying this thing? Like, if you're curious about something and you try it and you kind of like it, you can follow that. I mean, yeah, it's all kind of simple. And then um, mentoring, like teaching someone else what you know. Yeah. So that was back to the, like, if you're, if you're good at something, um, a way to kind of deepen your knowledge in a thing is uh, you can teach uh, what you know, because you have to be pretty confident in your knowledge in order to share it with someone else. Uh, so that's definitely one way or like getting a men like mentoring someone because they will ask you questions that you won't have like thought of. And you the like kind of um, you'll have to explain things that you take for granted and that can kind of push you to realize things about why you like a thing. Right. And I've heard that um, and we've used this at my work, the term reciprocal mentorship, mm. because um, the mentor gets something out oh, of it too. Well, it's both ways for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like, again, if we think about this as like family, like that it can be to do with your family or relationships, it can be to do with your work or it can be to do with a hobby. Like um, it's all about figuring out, okay, what part of these interactions, if you're, if you're looking at your work, your workplace, you can think like what, at my work, do I enjoy? It doesn't have to be the work. It can be like, oh, the accomplishment of like fin finishing a task. Or for me, I realized like, I really like learning the kind of topic area of a new uh, project and then like going deep and like understanding something and then translating that back. Like I, that was a realization I had. Like that's one of the things I love about design research is like just getting to like go deep into another world and then like, um, be a bit of a translator about that world because, because I'm, um, you know, not so deep, then I can maybe translate it to some, some other application. Mm. Um, but yeah, so mm. it's like asking yourself, like, what about the thing I'm doing? What do I like about it the most? Whenever I hear like, you know, follow your dreams, you know, never work a day in your life. I just feel like, well, that's fucking nice, but not everyone can do yeah, that. yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, we can talk about privilege for sure. Yes, we we don't necessarily all have the opportunities are not distributed evenly. Well, okay, well, because like, if we think back to it's about knowing yourself, right? It's about knowing um, to like, get acquainted with like, well, thinking about my ikigai, okay, like I, I help, I like helping like communication flow and I like helping people understand each other. Right. And where did that come from? Like mm -hmm. that's coming from my childhood growing up in a mixed race home, right? Like my mom and my dad literally speak different languages and like have completely different worldviews. Uh, my dad's American, or I would go to Japan and like, you know, it would just be like a totally different world and having to kind of like toggle. Um, and so like that whole thing about translating between worlds like that isn't a, a job thing that's like a life mm -hmm. thing and even um yeah and even I think part of the reason I 
um, a lot of this social justice stuff that I'm quite passionate about also has to do with like, I know that I'm white passing, but I'm also part of the Asian community. I am also Asian. And so I think I do have a role in um, helping to smooth some of that understanding where I, I like on both sides, right? Like I have felt racism, racism, but then I'm also white. So then I can talk to white people in a way that racialized people maybe can't or whatever. Right. And so like, um, and like you too, like you're interested in creating and making things into the world. I mean, like, uh, well, we haven't completely na nailed down the sentence, but like that doesn't have to mean uh, a work thing or getting there doesn't mm -hmm. mean, um, you know, having all these like really fancy internships at like the best design mm -hmm. firms or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all about like that self-reflection and like a timeline is free like my timeline activities like that's used well yeah. it's not free I guess you need paper and stuff but and do you think the end goal of finding your ikigai knowing that thing about yourself is it inner peace mm. like for me I think it's like happiness like and like feeling good and like feeling enjoyment I mean it's all about delight right um also it helps with making decisions or like if you know the thing that you like, then you know how better to spend your time. I mean, and I toggle between this as well, because there's that whole like life's purpose, your passion, which is like so uh, intimidating. And like, how are you supposed to find that? And mm -hmm. like, that's such a big grand thing. And like, it can be even kind of like embarrassing, or not embarrassing, but it's kind of like intimidating to say out loud, you know? Whereas like, if you're just trying mm. to think of your daily what's the thing that makes life meaningful today? What's the thing that makes my life enjoyable? What am I enjoying in my day to day? And it is like little, mm -hmm. often like really simple interactions, like, or simple actions. Like, uh, it's not some grand thing, you know? Yes, it happens to ladder up to something bigger potentially, but like, um, I think, yeah, if we focus more on like the, the daily, kind of the day to day that can help. I know it's so funny. It's like all these things sound so trite when you boil them down. It's like find joy in the day to day. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's the always things. so many like bad <laughs> cliche. But like if you're like making things, like honestly, like that's so legit. Like making things. Yeah, I, I feel like it's fine. I don't have to be um, humiliated. <laughs> <by what>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Um, okay, we're gonna just do a quick game, happy or okay. sad. So I say a thing, and you say if it makes you happy or sad. The movie Hackers. Oh, happy, but mostly because of the haircut and the fact that you had the haircut, and so it's like good memory. Oh, that's true. That is my <laughs> that's my association with that movie, though. Angelina Jolie, you, that haircut, uh -huh. and uh, some badassery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did have that haircut. Um, okay. How about Nanaimo? Oh, I would say happy. I would say happy. Yeah. But I have, I've also haven't been there in a really long time, but I feel like I've like reconnected with some people from our high school and even uh, elementary school, like the last little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say happy. Okay. Ultimately happy. I mean, I don't know. Uh -huh. Mixed feelings. I don't know why I have such mixed feelings. I just always felt like it never made me excited like coming to the big city and like now Vancouver so small compared to other cities we've been to of course sure, but 
I think you also I'm you, like I'm a brat. No, no, no. I'm a brat. I think probably for you it also has to do with like you found like all these different social groups and like you created a lot and you really found yourself in Vancouver. So I think there's a lot of probably like positive associations there in terms of Vancouver for you. Yeah. Okay. One more, okay, one okay, more, okay. one more. Um AI. Oh my god. Okay. Well, that's an interesting one. I just threw a like grenade at you because you oh, worked in AI for a long yeah. time. Well, and, and I still it, do. Yeah, yeah. I would say sad today. And the reason is there's some um controversy I guess going on at Google uh with their kind of like responsible AI group. So, oh god, I don't want to like turn this into like an AI rant slash thing. But basically, hey, go ahead. Basically a, a quite a prominent um researcher a black woman um was fired and that was a real scandal because she was writing a paper that was kind of highlighting a lot of different issues some of the ways they were doing things and then she was let go for that and so that was a scandal and then today uh they just announced kind of like what is becoming of that group and then just all the ways that it's very shady and how they're like um silencing people and like making it really hard to do good research about ethical ai and so that is why my answer today would be sad. But normally, um, I am very positive about AI because I think that there are, is so much potential to um, like embed our values into AI in order to like undo and correct some of the societal conditioning um, that has created so many disparities in society. So I think there's a lot of potential for AI. Well, it's so interesting because I feel like people think of AI as as being neutral. Oh, no. But it is abs it abs absolutely is not. And um, when you think of embedding values, it's like, well, whose values? Yeah. So that that's where not capitalist values, tricky. hopefully not. But that's what will happen if we do nothing. Yeah, this is going to veer into a very dark conversation. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That is a fascinating conversation anyway. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have you back Ooh. again and we can talk about it. Thank you so much for chatting with me. It's always a pleasure. Do you have anything you want to plug? Your Is your talk available somehow? or You know what I would like to no. plug? I would like to plug our collaborative project that we worked on. Um, was it last? Oh, yeah. Um, um, so... Mm -hmm. What, God, it feels like so I long know, ago. Right? Um, so yeah, so you and I had created some Instagram posts and a Medium blog explainer talking about why uh, vaccine um, antibodies are superior to natural ones and why herd immunity um, is really important. And I'm really proud of that project that we did. I mean, it was just a little side project and really the goal was to... Um, just help cut through some of the misinformation. But I really love the combination of our skills that came together for that. Um, yeah, because we... Yeah, it, it worked out. I was worried. I was like, we've never really worked on a project together. And it was pretty effortless. Totally, totally. It was like two people who um, do something all the time coming together. And then... Yeah, and it worked out really loved well. Loved it. Because we're professionals. <laughs> we're professionals. <laughs> yeah, I really, so I like that product. So I would like to plug that. Well. All right. Well, everyone can go see that on my Instagram, which is at Pam Rooney's. You can get there via the Sadcast uh, Instagram also, because I'm tagged in the bio there, at Sadcast Pod. For some reason, someone else has Sadcast, and I don't think it, like, there's nothing there, and I can't get the name. I don't know. It's very frustrating. 
Before I tell you about today's music pick, I just wanted to let you know that I've compiled all of the music featured on the Sadcast into a handy playlist on Spotify. Now, there have been a couple of substitutions and omissions, as I don't always choose tracks that are so mainstream, but um, c'est la vie, I did my best. Um, have a listen on Spotify, there will be a link in this app's description also. So my music pick today is world brain from germany and this track is featuring local uh, and a fave of mine uh, sean nicholas savage the whole album peer to peer is really great very sessionable can i take that term from beer for music i don't know it feels apt i chose this track because of its existential theme here's everybody dies by world brain
brought to you by Sad Magazine. Check out the latest issue featuring stories, art, and design at sadmag.ca. Our intro and interstitial music is by Shamir. See you next time when I talk with the infamous Dates of YVR.